fear weakens the spirit. It weakens the soul and it weakens the body. I'm not talking about managing fear. I'm talking about perfected love that casts it out. This week on the Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland welcome you to their prayer cabin in Southwest Arkansas. Join in as they share why having faith in the love of God should be a part of your everyday life. Hello everybody, we're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast, Arkansas. Praise Arkansas. God. Yes, amen. We're in southwest Arkansas at our, our prayer cabin and our laughing place. Um, this goes back a long time. In fact, that the, uh, tomorrow, uh, which we're taping this April, this is the 12th, and tomorrow's the 13th, and Gloria and I's wedding anniversary is tomorrow. We've been married 55 years, and we are, we are thrilled and counting. Praise God. Hey, man, happy anniversary, Thank sweetheart. You, you too. Now, right after Gloria and I were married, her grandfather gave us four acres here, which in years past had been a peach orchard, and the, and, and the trees had... had uh, overgrown and they quit producing. So, and they just uh, pushed them all up, dozed them over. So uh, he gave us four acres out of this place. And, um, and then as time went by, um, just wonderful things began to happen. And, and ever so often as Pop, as he got older, uh, Gloria's granddad, uh, Pop wouldn't let you give him anything, uh, nothing. I mean, he, he you, no, he'd give you everything he had, but he wouldn't let you give him anything. And so <laughs> I said, I'd, I'd say, Pop, what do you need? No, I don't need anything. And I'd say, you know, I'd, I'd try to help him a little bit, particularly after he quit working and so forth. No, 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 be all right. And I, I had a little red pickup that I brought up here. <laughs> He said, uh, he liked that pickup. I said, well, Pop, I'll just give it to you. No, 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 we can't do that. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, just let me just leave it at the house and, uh, and you can drive it anytime you want to. Uh, no, he said, uh, bring the title with you next time you go. <laughs> He'd had time to think yeah. about it. <laughs> and so I said, let me tell you what I'll do. I'll trade you for so many acres, I don't remember now what it was. And, uh, and, 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 I, and I told him how many acres I, I wanted. Well, and of course, I, I knew pretty well what the land was worth. And of course, I knew what my pickup was worth. But I, I didn't want to make a deal with him and I gave him, I gave him more pickup than he did land. Back then, this, this, the acreage wasn't, wasn't worth all that much back then. Pasture. 
And so, and oh, that, you know, that'll work. Yes, sir, that's fine. And so somehow or another, some way or other, over the years, four or five acres here and four or five acres there, I said, Pop, I'd like, I'd like to buy another, another few acres of land here because I, I knew he needed, needed finances. Yeah, sure. And so I paid him more than what it's worth. And, and that way, we wound up eventually with this whole 180 acres here. Well, God blessed it. And I was thinking about it just before we, before we uh, started, just before we turned the camera on. Hmm. So many of the major decisions of this ministry, particularly in the early years, we, we made them up here in prayer. Hmm. Yeah. The, um, the prayer time we spent when our children were, were just, just babies um, and, and we learned from God how to, how, how to lay hold of, of our family with the word and the blood and the name. And, and we, we brought everything up here and spent um, several days praying in the spirit and receiving the wisdom of God according to James first chapter. And then praying about television. Well, praying over radio and all that, but boy, when it came time to pray about television, whew, it was, that, that was so big. And it hadn't gotten any smaller either. But back there then, it was such a huge financial decision. We didn't have the money to do that. We've never had the money to do anything God told us to do. If he, you, you walk in, in the anointing, you're going to walk on the water. I mean, if it's just something you can do all the time, God wouldn't get any glory out of it. Anyway, we'd been up here and praying. I mean, like all weekend long, just praying several days. And uh, we started home. We were driving in those days. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, I don't remember why we didn't, I don't remember why we were driving the airplanes in the shop or something. We had a um, small airplane back then anyway. But we got to Texarkana and we stopped at Denny's for we breakfast. We got hungry. We got hungry. <laughs> Went in there to Denny's and uh, we sat down there and looking at the menu and uh, I remember looking at that menu and, and, and it just, it just dropped in my spirit. Why, that's easy. <laughs> and, and I said, Gloria, because we couldn't figure out what to do. What do you do next? You're going to go on television. Who do you call? I mean, we didn't know anything about it. I said, I looked at her. I said, Gloria. We just need to do it. She said, yeah. She said, it'll be easy. Well, see, the, when, when, your, when your faith, when your faith climaxes like that, that's the, the spiritual gift of special faith. And all of a sudden, the problems is, Forget that we Forget. have no money. Yeah, I Forget mean, that we don't have any television When, when that just comes on you, it, it, it's, it's, this is different than, than saving faith. 
This is a manifestation of the uh, of special faith, which is part of the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12. And when it manifests, whoa, let's just do it. Okay, well, we got in the car and drove to Fort Worth, just praising, thanking God. Well, yeah, we can do this. That's yeah. been a lot of years. Yeah, ago. we can do this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so many things like that came about on this place. Father, we thank you for this broadcast today. We thank you for this place where you've blessed our family, where you've blessed the ministry, you've blessed, blessed and blessed and blessed this, this outreach for God all over the world. Praise. And we give you praise for it and we thank you for it. We open our eyes, we open our hearts to you today to know you and to know the power of your resurrection, to receive revelation from heaven. And we take it by faith and we give you the praise and the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's open our Bibles today to uh, 1 John chapter 4. And let's begin reading. First of all, I want to read the eighth verse. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. You get that? For God is love. Oh, we know that, Brother Colton. Everybody knows that. Really? God is love. He doesn't have love. He is love. God is love. Now, let's go down to the uh, 16th. I want to read the 16th, 17th, and 18th verses. We have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect. Now, don't let the word perfect throw you. That doesn't mean flawless. That, that means, the, the Greek word translated perfect there, means developing, perfecting. It's, it's uh, what you practice you perfect, right? It's, it's the, you're, you're walking in love. You're listening for love. You're talking about love. Right. And, and uh, let's... And you're loving. <laughs> well, yeah. And, um, okay. We've known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect or developed, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Praise God. There is no fear in love. Now, I want, I want to take a real good look at that. There is no fear in love. Well, of course not. God is love and there's no fear in God. That's right. 
but perfected love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. His, the, the love of God not developed in him. It's in there because it's been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. And it is the love of God. God is in here. If you're born again, God's on the inside of you. If you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, God has come on you for service. Right. And the Spirit of God is dwelling in you in, in, a, in a higher dimension. Every born again child of God needs to do that. Makes all the difference. All the difference in the world. Now, but when you walk in love, that's a commandment of the church. Amen. Not optional. It, it, no, it isn't optional at all. It is a commandment from on high that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and strength, love our neighbor as ourselves, love the brethren even as he loved the brethren, Jesus said. Love one another even as I have loved you. He gave his life for the brethren. Now, when you're doing that, and that is commanding your life, you're walking in that. That is your way of life. And the moment you step out of it, you repent instantly. Yes. Now, those of you that are hearing this for the first time, you're, we're planting seed. Those of you that have heard it a lot, we're watering seed. Mm -hmm. Amen. So don't go start, well, you know, I've heard all that. No, you hadn't. If you'd heard all that, you wouldn't say that. If you'd heard all that, if you'd really heard all that, you'd be so hungry for some more of it, you'd be coming back to the table. So now, I said that in love too, you understand? Because this, this is, when the day and time that we're in, you cannot afford not to walk in love. That's right. Chapter five, verse 18. We know that whosoever is born of God. Okay, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. This book is about God is love. We know whosoever is born of love sinneth not. What, what sin was he talking about? He's talking about not loving the brethren. So now he keeps himself, keeps himself in love. Now Jude wrote this in his book. And, you know, he said in the 20th verse, building yourselves up uh, in, in your on most your most holy, holy faith, faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourself in love. So praying in tongues is, is part of that practice, empowering your spirit, strengthening yeah. your spirit. Because the scripture said in 1 Corinthians uh, 14, that a, a, man, a man that prays in other tongues edifies himself or builds up his spirit. And the, the scripture says, the strong spirit of a man sustains him in times of trouble and bodily pain. That's what it says. So all of these things are referring to keeping ourselves strong and getting yep. stronger all the time. Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Fear weakens the spirit. It weakens the soul and it weakens the body. I'm not talking about managing fear. I'm talking about perfected love that casts it out. It out yeah. But now go back over here to that 18th verse. 
whosoever is born of love sinneth not, but he that is born of love keepeth himself. And that wicked one, that's talking about the devil. That wicked one touches him not. Touches the wicked him one him is not. the tormentor. Yeah. That's right. Didn't we read that? He's Look back the, over he's there. He's the thief. He's come to yeah. kill, steal, destroy. So he can't kill, steal, and destroy when you keep yourself in love. That's right. He touches, you don't. Because the blessing is in operation. That's right. Praise it takes the What happened in the life of Job? There was only one sin involved in the book of Job, by the way, and that was. Uh, curse God. Satan told God, he accused him. He said, you put your hand on him and he'll curse you to your face. Well, God didn't put his hand on him. He doesn't put his hand on anybody to destroy him. Satan is the destroyer right. and I can prove it from the scripture. Yeah. Anyway, Satan is also the tormentor, right, Gloria? That's right. He is the tormentor. Now notice this. We have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect, perfect or developed love casteth out fear. Why? God does not want you having any fear at all because it has torment. It gives Satan place. It does. He operates on fear like God operates on faith. Well, yeah, it's a spiritual law. Yeah. In fact, fear is faith. It perverted. Yeah, it, it's, it's fear twisted. Twisted faith, yeah. So now think about it. Fear. Is fear, faith in the wrong thing? That's why you're afraid. That's right. Fear is, well, you, that's what, you said it very well. It's faith in an animal's ability to hurt you. It's faith in a disease. It's faith in, storm. in people hurting you and people stealing from you and, and, and all that. Well, Brother Copeland, and don't start whining about how, how faith is going to do you good. I mean, fear is going to do you good because Satan can't get through to you, like Gloria said. He can't get through. He can't get, he can't touch you without fear connecting to him the way faith connects to God. And God can't do anything for you without faith. He can't. Oh, God can do anything. Well, he can't lie. I uh, open, let's, let's go back. We, we need to get down to the very basics in faith itself, because we're, we're gonna go there in a little bit uh, sometime I'm believing sometime during this week, but I want to touch this in the sixth chapter of Mark's gospel. Now, Jesus had gone to Nazareth. I mean, he'd preached in Capernaum and they had fabulous miracles. Oh, you know, mighty works of God, all, all kinds of things. But he came to his own hometown and, um, he said in the fourth verse, sixth chapter of Mark, 
A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and his own house. And, now notice it, and he could there do no mighty work. No blind eyes were open. No ears were open. No, no sicknesses and diseases were, were broken. No dead was raised there. It didn't say he would not or he chose not. He could not. That's right. He could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands on a few sick or a few sickly. So one translation said with minor ailments. Minor ailments. And healed them and he marveled because of their unbelief and he went round about the villages teaching. Wouldn't that be awful for Jesus to marvel at your unbelief? Oh, my, yeah. He would be saying, now, I can't imagine such a thing. Now, let, let's take a look here in Luke's Gospel, chapter 8. You remember J. Iris? Yeah. And J. Iris had besought the Lord and said, My little daughter lieth at home sick of the, uh, uh, and she's dying. Come lay your hands on her and she'll live. And right in the middle, they stopped and ministered to the woman with the issue of blood. And right just then, someone came up and said, your little daughter's dead. Don't bother the rabbi any further, the master. Now, Jesus turned to Jairus. And look what he said. He said, when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not, believe only, and she will be made whole. Stop the fear or there ain't nothing I can do for you. And we're out of time. Already? Already we're out of time. We'll take it up here tomorrow. And uh, Gloria and I'll be back just in a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.